Welcome. Fuck. Sorry. I need to turn off my fan. It's really hot here, and I, I'm a bad podcaster. Hi, I'm America's Maggie Carr, and I'm a bad podcaster. Hi, Maggie. Um, no, no, it's fine. I understand. I was I was imitating Jane Lynch. Oh, the, okay. From the opening monologue. Well, uh, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say a Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. Happy mm-hmm. holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. Not that Glee covers that in this episode whatsoever. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i mean we're here maggie we're it's here it's christmas jingle jangle. yeah um it's christmas 2012 actually <laughs> <laughs> yes well yeah you might have thought we covered christmas 2012 last year and we did um but we're gonna cover it again um this episode in the wikipedia page is described as non-canonical <laughs> um there's but no it but they use it as, so... as a way to like retcon everything into place though <laughs> Yeah, like, at least a little bit. Um, I lo- uh, first of all, first of all, spoilers. I love this episode. I this episode yeah. is amazing. Um, you did you did text me saying that this this one was the best episode of Glee, and I'm gonna have to disagree. Um, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's like a little bit too. I don't know. Tongue in cheek. Not even tongue in cheek. It's just too slapdash. Honestly, okay. it feels like they just sort of like like okay, everyone's here. Let's just let's just do it. <laughs> We're doing it. Okay, you <laughs> it's mean, like, you I I have a feeling that like. <laughs> that the writers were all like huddled in a corner like scribbling furiously <laughs> during each scene so that they could write the next one <laughs> I-, I was gonna say you-, you mean like our podcast everyone's here let's just do it just go um <laughs> go but, do it go but it's uh so to clarify this is season five episode eight previously unaired christmas this originally aired on december 5th 2013 with 3.29 million viewers, which is up from last week's 2.84 million, which again is still a crime because that episode is really good. <laughs> um, yeah, Puppet so. Master is amazing. It's people who are afraid of the puppets. Who knows? Uh, or they were afraid that Glee was going to do a bad job, which they normally do. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, so, so I want to share some critical reviews, um, bef- but let me tell you first. It was written by Ross Maxwell and directed mm-hmm. by Wendy Stanzler. Yep. Who are uh, you know, season five regs at this right. point. They're well and and also notably, none of the three showrunners. Um which no. I think I think explains a lot about this episode. <laughs> well, okay. So uh here is a quote from Esther Gim of Buddy TV. Despite it being fitting for the holiday season the story that this episode had been locked away for the past year is weak why couldn't they just film an episode for christmas oh yeah because it's still last school year i know i know it's all supposed to be tongue-in-cheek and i should take it for what it is it wasn't completely horrible more like painful and entertaining at the same time (laughs) i mean but that is so accurate it's yeah it's a painful episode but it's so funny like oh my god (laughs) Um, so Mark Stinksker of Entertainment Weekly said, 
Uh, if you've defended the Lovably Crackers series through the years, I particularly encourage you not to bring up the Christmas Don't Be Late <laughs> with, in which Rachel, Kurt, and Santana inhale helium and channel Elvin and the Chipmunks in a truly horrifying display. Okay, no, no, no. We're going to get to that. That is a plus for this episode. Yeah, I, I agree. And finally, from Daniel Sperling of Digital Spy... Yes, it's deliberately over the top and annoying. We genuinely, we genuinely wanted to harm someone when Rachel, Kurt, and Santana sucked helium to do the chipmunks. There are explicit references to race, religion, plot holes are exposed, and it blows raspberries in the face of those who call it insensitive by being wildly insensitive. But, <laughs> but Glee started to do that on an almost weekly basis now. I mean, also not wrong. Like... <laughs> The the thing of it, like, uh, I will give that some credit in that, like, there's a moment in this episode, and we'll get to it, of course, when we start breaking it down, where I was like, this is so overwhelmingly offensive, but also so funny, oh, and also really good. I think I know really what you're talking good. about, like, and honestly, it's a triumph. Exactly, that's the thing. Like, like it's, it's offensive, but in the, like, PC version of offensive, where, yeah, like... I don't- it's not offensive. I mean, it's it's a it's an interesting comparison, is what I'm going to say. But we'll we'll get to that um, when we get there. But yeah, that, that's a fun way to start out with. Is it is it like an edge lord thing for me to say? Like, I don't care if Christians are offended. I mean, like, kind of, but like, like, I just don't give a shit at all. I mean, uh, but yeah, I I kind of agree with you. Like, uh, uh, they they literally okay. Let, let's start off with the <laughs> elephant in the room. The opening of this episode, where Jane Lynch, in a tracksuit... Comes suit, and tells us some lies. <laughs> yeah, Jane Lynch, not Sue, very specifically, but Jane Lynch herself... <laughs> America's Jane Lynch. <laughs> comes and introduces herself um, as she fills, like, Hello, random... I'm act- America's Jane Lynch. <laughs> she fills, like, random actresses' stockings with coal. Which- I have the list, if you'd like to know what those actors are. <laughs> Oh, I know Meryl Streep is one of them, but well, sure. it's so it's Cloris Leachman, then mm-hmm. Meryl Streep, then Melissa McCarthy, Edie Falco, and Merritt Weaver. I is there is there any connection? I don't understand. Were they, were they like up for like the the Oscars or something? Like I, I don't, I have no I idea. No, it's maybe like Ryan Murphy just really has an axe to grind against sure. these people. Uh, against uh, Meryl Streep? Of no, I don't. I don't think so. I I like. I don't know. I've been tossing around the idea. Maybe like they were offered parts on Glee and they all refused. <laughs> well, I also it's weird that they're all actresses. Like yeah. why specifically actresses and no act? And whatever. Are and- they? Are they like in Jane Lynch's like? Lane? Is are, that why she's coaling them? Is because, like, are they they're on, her competition? Yeah, I was going to say, are they on Jane Lynch's shit list? Maybe. Um, Maybe. Ooh. Anyway, no, she she tells us the, the, she, the story. Yeah, she introduces um, that this this episode is called Rough Trade Santa. Oh, my God. She says that it was originally filmed in October of 2012. That is not true. It was filmed in 2013 along the same production schedule of season five. This is all lies, but that's okay. Um, well, the, the biggest lie, the lie that makes me the saddest, is, um, is we're told that this uh, this episode was like uh, suppressed by Fox executives who were offended by the contents. <laughs> 
and um, that the episode had to be edited to be aired, and that they completely cut a storyline about how Blaine is obsessed with Yule Logs, which would be something I really want to see. Um, well, so to be fair, like after we see this episode, like like obviously that's a joke because there's so much worse shit. <laughs> this episode if oh, like yeah. if they was getting getting quote censored but like yeah yeah and, and, unless like yeah. <laughs> unless like this obsession with yule logs took a very <laughs> sexual turn like <laughs> yeah um but honestly like man what a way to start a christmas episode like she <laughs> it's also really good she also she references last year's christmas episode which is the one where we had the she she references the biracial Jewish plotline, which is where yeah. Jake and Puck went to L.A. to get tattoos. To get um, tattoos. Yep. Yep. But, yep. But notably, I, I bring that up mostly because this episode is purely about Christmas. There is like there's a couple mentions <laughs> yeah. of Jewishness, but that's it. Like that's nothing it. else. So, uh, good one, Glee. Um, so we yeah. start the episode in the choir room. Will yes. has written "Green Christmas" on the whiteboard. Uh, and everyone's like, okay, we're going green this Christmas. Uh, this is where, before I had done, like, my research on the Wikipedia page about the production, I wrote, Sam's hair length? Clue? (laughs) (laughs) I love love the fact that you thought this might actually be an episode (laughs) that it didn't actually air. Oh, well, my my biggest thing, to be fair, my 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 biggest clue immediately was that Brittany, Joe, and Sugar are all noticeably absent yeah, from this episode. Yeah, they're not there. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. and sadly, neither is Finn. So, right. yeah, exactly. And um, so Will is like you're saying. We, we also to open the scene, they also have the words "Christmas 2012" written on the screen to yes. remind us that this is in fact in 2012. <laughs> Um, but so Will is telling us about the 50th annual tree decorating competition, um, of which, of course, we've seen nothing before now. Yeah. Um, And, and (laughs) so they make multiple jokes about that specifically. Yes. But, uh, Sam and Tina are going to lead this decorating charge mostly because the reward or like the prize is some weird angel trophy that Tina claims will help her win prom. Um, yep. But uh, there's a fun moment at the end of the scene where Blaine starts to sing Joy to the World and everyone tells him to shut up. So. Yeah, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So the next scene is at Christmas Club, which. Well, Maggie, non-denominational Christmas Club. Thank you. It's Christmas Club. (laughs) And Shannon Beast is um, the, like, teacher. Yeah. leader for this yeah and uh apparently Artie is like vice president um who's president it's never explained but i don't know blaine Um, also tells us that this is essentially glee club (laughs) i mean blaine listen let's be real blaine's probably the president because he's in 23 clubs right and he would have been prom king if this school didn't have so many stoners which also gets uh, referenced in this episode. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I, I love that they're retconning that like McKinley has a 420 <laughs> club. That's hilarious. Yes. Um, so <laughs> Artie comes up to the front of this club and explains how the manger that is on McKinley campus has been defaced. <laughs> there oh have God. been, um, there's like yeah, Nazi swastikas. There's satanic a, a... symbols or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's a there's a bunch of shit all over this manger, which I think is um probably like righteous action from people who um respect the idea of like keeping I don't know church shit out of school. Um, I mean swastikas, satanic stuff. The I'm down with, a little, but like yeah, the yeah. swastika's a little much. Maybe like just anarchy symbols and turn and the pentagrams. baby Jesus's head all the way around. You know, that's all you need <laughs> well, to do. Well, it, there's also a joke about how the baby Jesus was shoved into Figgins's chimney. Um, yeah, which um, is which really I explained. think Sam, Sam, I think that's a reference to his to his asshole. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, it does explain because Figgins is still principal, so we know he's up to some weird shit. But wink. he's only um, principal in <laughs> in name. We don't yes. we don't see Figgins in the episode. That's why it feels so slapdash. There's so few people here. Like whatever. <laughs> it definitely feels phoned in. Um, but so Tina screams at this news, and then Artie yep. is like, "No, it's okay. We're gonna do a living nativity to replace it since we're the non-denominational Christmas because club. that's allowed." <laughs> yes. well, and Maggie, Jake Maggie, gets oh, tapped immediately yeah. to be Joseph because he is a darkly tanned jewish Jewish. man (laughs) yes um Um, and he's like okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) and this is when somebody brings up like are we even allowed to do this (laughs) which just Um, gets glossed over um yeah (laughs) yeah uh they they just don't they just don't address that they bring it up but then they're like no (laughs) yeah which um, there's also a little um thing here where unique and marley both say they want to be virgin mary and kitty is like no i'm like it should be me well, um, it starts off with Marley raise, raising her hand and s- screaming, I'm the virgin. Well, I I feel like it starts with Unique being like, I want to play the most important female yes. role of all time. Yep. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. And um, so then uh, there's, I guess, so Kitty says some mean shit. So I wrote in my notes, Kitty is mean again slash still. Since yeah, I'm not sure how this is supposed to be in time. She makes some joke about, like, grasshoppers nesting in Marley's panties. Yeah. And then Marley is like, I wear a bigger bra size than you. And that, like, stops the conversation. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, which um is weird. Uh, yes. As someone who, like, wore a bra in high school and, like, was like very femme presenting and, like, identified as a girl and all that shit... No, that stuff did not I don't know maybe I was just hanging around with nice people but no one yeah. ever was like I wear a bigger bra size than you take that it was more <laughs> of like I wear a bigger bra size I'm in pain this is terrible well um, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like this is supposed to be trying to get us in the mindset that like Kitty is really mean to everyone Kitty's mean again yeah Ooh, Kitty's mean okay yeah so um one note before we move on I just want to point out like, I was also pissed about this whole, like, nativity bullshit because it's like, you're in a public school, what the fuck? But <laughs> then I remembered that they live in rural Ohio, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah okay, this makes perfect sense. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they're, they're going to have auditions um, for the Virgin Mary, which, sure, okay. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> All a, right. it's a nativity, so, like... <laughs> When she just picks so up. you're gonna anyway. fucking stand there <laughs> anyway uh, so, yes so next we go to the loft in bushwick 
where gifts are being exchanged, Santana has gifted Kurt a head in a box. Yes, it's the best part is the way this scene opens is a, an air like an over the head like overhead shot of this circular box as Kurt opens it and there's just a head inside and you're like, yep, whoa, have a like heavy Silence of the Lambs feels here. Um, yeah, it has a super long name that, yes. as Kurt says it, Santana's like mouthing along with him. <laughs> And she's like, I knew you'd love it. Yes. Um, <laughs> Which is really sweet. Um, yes. It, there's, they're not ex- it does, it's not explained why Santana is in the loft. Um, because no. if you recall, she did not live here in Christmas 2012. Um, well, yeah. She. It sounds like she's visiting um, because this yeah. is post-Britney it is breakup. Like sort but... of explained that she's just visiting. Um, yes. And that it's post, right after the breakup, which is not really right yeah that's not correct um because the breakup happened and i want to say like october ish yeah um because kurt and blaine have like that phone call over thanksgiving yes and then they meet up at christmas if you recall like it's not like this is fresh out the gate the breakup just happened there's been some time yeah well and it, it's, it feels weird because Santana specifically reminds us that Kurt is single right now. Um, yeah. But, uh, she also, she got Kurt, she got Kurt a uh, a plane ticket to Dildo Island. <laughs> she got him the deluxe bachelor package. <laughs> so sweet. Um, but uh, also, they have a Christmas tree that is like very decorated, which yep. I, I made a note when I first watched it because I was like explicitly in the like, in the the real Christmas episode of 2012, no, like this one is non canonical. It like it does not, it does but, not exist. But it, sure, but it it actually works out. So don't worry about it. Um, and then Santana reminds us that her mom gave her a lot of money. Um, which is the yeah, first time that but, that's come up. Because <laughs> Kurt, it's like, oh, where are you getting all this money from to buy all these lavish gifts? And Santana's like, oh, well, you remember Gloria Estevez gave me all that money. I've been spending it. I only yes. spent half of it on all of these lavish gifts for everyone. Yes. Um and this we find out that she gave Rachel a bunch of like jet blue vouchers. Right. So yes. So maybe that's how everyone's been flying. Um and yeah, well, and I then, mean, yeah, and then so let's let's just keep moving here because there'll there'll be time. But Rachel arrives to announce that they're all going to be elves at a mall. Um, yeah, she, which... she just like has found a gig, like a job for them to do, <laughs> and she just keeps doing that. I guess yes. she she does it a second time this episode. I don't know how Rachel Finds did it. These? Yeah, <laughs> well, and it's also like the the big thing for me on this is that. Um, and I know you'll you'll know this, but David Sedaris has that like Diaries of a Christmas Elf story yeah. where he talks about how horrible it is to be like an elf at like oh, yeah. a retail mall. Um, and I was just like, they're way too excited for this. Like they get very psyched for this opportunity. I think it's, I think it's the opportunity to like be in costume. Um, yeah, yeah. There's some bullshit about how like Broadway ki- people bring their kids to oh, this mall yeah. or something, like, but it's a really fucking stupid explanation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and so 
for some reason, Santana's also going to do this, which is yeah. not really explained either because and, she's supposed and, like, to be on vacation. When Rachel enters, she's like, Santana, <laughs> you're here. I'm sure I'm sure we can squeeze you into this elf gig too. They probably want <laughs> as many people as possible. So Whatever. So <sighs> uh, we're back at McKinley for the next scene. Sam and Tina are going down some stairs uh, to, and they're chatting about how they're going to nail this tree decoration. Yes. And... Sam wants to forage in the woods for, yes. all, for all of their decorations. Um, and he's like, oh, and you'd be surprised about how many Hispanic families hold parties in there. So I'm just going to take all like the garbage from their parties and turn it into tinsel. tinsel. Yeah. Um, my favorite part about this is when Tina is like, oh, so you mean the econ- the the economically viable a situation of chopping down a, a fine, healthy tree and then killing it slowly for two weeks. <laughs> and Sam is like, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, Then the, yeah. B- Becky arrives with her horny Christmas hat. <laughs> it, is, it is a fedora that has mistletoe mounted on the front. Yes. Uh, the horniest um, Christmas hat to exist. Yes. And uh, she is similarly in the mood as this hat um very sexually aggressive as we have discussed before this is becky's main thing at this point yes okay which this is it's weird because so at a so what happens here is they they get accosted by becky and tina and sam are like hey like you have like such a big head because sue lets you get away with everything and then sue arrives to be like yeah that's true becky go to the nurse that's sumac Uh, yeah well Um, yeah, she's like, oh, that's poison, sumac. You need to go to the nurse to uh, get a silkwood bath. Yes. And then Becky is like, can I take the lacar? And then Sue gives her keys. And I'm like, to the nurse's office? I mean, I just... In the school? I just feel like it's a cute little thing where, like, sometimes Sue gives Becky her car keys. Not with the intention of letting Becky drive anywhere. But, like... (laughs) What? But um, the, the more important thing is that Sue has arrived here to tell Tina and Sam that she's going to be judging the decorating contest this year. Um, which is where we also get some more of those jokes about how this hasn't really happened before, even though it's the 50th annual one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, she's, and then she, yeah, Sue, like, threateningly dances away. <laughs> it's such a long scene of her dancing <laughs> away, and it's very entertaining. It's a solid, like, 15 to 20 seconds of, like, Jane Lynch just sort of, like, wobbling along <laughs> and, like, awkwardly dancing out of the frame. Like, what the fuck? So what good. is this? Um, there's also before she dances away. Of course, she's out to get she's out to get Glee Club. Of course, she wants them to lose. Are, but are we sure that Tim and Eric didn't like direct this episode? <laughs> um, there, there's like, a, what is this? There's a moment where Sam mentions that Becky has a sex addiction and she really needs help. Which yeah. I was like, oh, this is a fun retcon. So you're claiming that this has been a problem since last Christmas and not just now. <laughs> Not just like the last three episodes, but uh, anyway. Um, no, my then god. Then we see so the good. cutest elves. Oh the my god! Cutest <laughs> elves. They're so adorable. Kurt um, is very elf on a shelf. Yes. Esque. 
Yes. Like the perfect like hair twist and the so much blush. So much blush. <laughs> yes. So and, someone um, does call him Keebler in a very offensive manner, but it's very accurate. It, it's yes. accurate though. <laughs> well I, I mean he's already sort of elvish looking. Exactly. And yes. Then, and then you put him in the costume and it's just like, yep, yeah, <laughs> that tracks. But Rachel is in like a yeah. really puffy number. Yes. Um Yes. And she makes, like, sort of a derogatory comment about how the other elves are dressed, like, sluttily or something. And yes. then Santana arrives. And she's like, I look amazing. And Can she... I keep this outfit? It, it's very short and very slink. And, you know, she looks great. Um, it's, oh, yeah. It's, it it is weird, but she looks absolutely great. see Naira Rivera's panty lines. You're welcome. <laughs> well, You're welcome, universe. Here it is. To, to follow along with that, Santa arrives. Um, he's He's gross, and he is rude oh, yeah. and he's, homophobic like, to Kurt. Amazingly gross. Yeah, he's uh like the three of them seem to know that he's gross upon like first blush <laughs> because him. he yeah he just like sort of grunts and they're all like ew. <laughs> well, he also he also like ogles Santana oh, yeah. and uh, he, Rachel. He so. leers he leers at Rachel and Santana, and Kurt like interrupts him, being like. Hey, shouldn't we get going? These people are pretty uh, rambunctious here, Santa. And uh, he's like, "How about you be quiet? I'm gonna intimidate you and t- uh, like, I don't know, brandish my flask at you." Yeah, he he he's like, it's a very to me. It came off as like one. Obviously, it's kind of homophobic because he tells Kurt oh, yeah. that like he he says something about like the Rent musical that he learned at the cabaret last night or something. But um, yeah. Uh, there's also like a little bit where he's like, never look at me again. And I was like, heavy David Sedaris vibes there. Where it's like, <laughs> some of the Santas you don't want. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, like you're saying, he introduces them to his flask, which he calls the, uh, what is Craft it? Craft services. <laughs> yes. It's, it's... That's a pretty funny joke for, a, <laughs> for an alcoholic, I guess. Um, and... <laughs> yes. He like go. He like stumbles off somewhere, and Rachel's like, "Well, we need to soothe this crowd somehow." Kurt, hit it, <laughs> and they they sing the first song of the episode. Here comes Santa Claus. Yes. Um. With, with the there. With, yeah, go for it. There are there are more elves in the cast. A bunch of like little people yes. are also here dressed as elves. There's hula hoops, there's candy canes, there's choreography where it's like little person, tall person, little person, tall person. Yes. You know, yes. you know how it is. <laughs> I do. I watched it. I, I did write in my notes, how do I feel about this? Question mark. I don't know I how don't... I feel. I feel kind of bad, but also like whatever. You know, yeah. like these actors yeah. deserve these jobs, so Right. They're, yeah, like yeah. I, I'm happy that they 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 brought in people to do this number. Um it feels kind of stereotypical, but in a sense it's also like Isn't that the point exactly. of the episode? <laughs> yeah. So, um uh but it, it's great because at the end of it, like Rachel is like gloats to Santana. She's like, "You just need a little magic." And then the kids start throwing food at them. Yeah. Um <laughs> One of them tell like one of the older kids is like you suck eggs and they all throw food. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the next scene is back at McKinley. Marley approaches Kitty to tell her like 
listen, we're all auditioning for the Virgin Mary together. You should audition with us. Yeah. And <laughs> this is when Kitty is like, no, I don't want the part. Yes. No. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to audition with you. And she also says some rude things about Unique and some rude things about Tina and some rude things about Marley. Um, but Yay! Yep. And so then um, we move to... Okay. On rewatch, this is the most mind-boggling Bizarre. scene because... So weird. Santana is suddenly at the loft taking no, a bath. She's not at the loft. She's just in a bathroom. That is not the loft bathroom. <laughs> you're right. You're right. They don't have that tub. Like, she's just somewhere with a bathtub and, like, a she's rotary just phone. She's soothing like... bath. <laughs> and... With candles and bubbles. It's happening. Yes. And the phone rings and she answers it. And she's like, I was having a soothing relaxation for my vacation and Kurt and Rachel are like no you need to come back to the mall Santa's gone yeah, <laughs> you he... need to come and be Mrs. Claus <laughs> apparently Santa drunkenly passed out um yeah how it... was that the answer instead of Kurt being Santa like what <laughs> I don't know because that is it's so also, like why did Santana leave the mall also like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> like of all the people, and, like, this gets played out in the episode, which is kind of the joke, I guess, but, like, of all the people to ask to be, like, to fill in for Santa, <laughs> Santana is, like, the lowest on the list. Like, you do not want of her course. to talk to kids. So, like, it's just, it doesn't make sense, but it is very funny. When, like, especially, like, on the second watch, we're just like, what the hell? Like, where, why did Santana leave? Like, what is she doing in this bathtub? Like... Okay. Yeah, like Kurt and Rachel like panicked on the phone is sort of funny as well. <laughs> it is. Whatever. Yeah. We go to, back to McKinley for another number. It's rocking around the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. We see the uh, New Directions decorating their tree all together. Um, Will is actually featured in this song, and I'm not like too angry about it. He sounds no. fine. I mean, Ma- it's Matthew Morris, and he sounds like he always has. And, um, well, Other uh, Glee Club members yeah. get in there and get a hand on the ball, and there's a bit where they like take like antlers. Oh my god! Which... And like hold them to their head, and I was just like, those are like actual like dead. Well, and like corpse, the... like skeleton antlers. The... I don't know the... about that, Maggie. The weirdest thing about that one is everyone gets two except for except Tina. Tina has Tina one. Gets one. <laughs> <laughs> and she puts like, it in like the max position. Yeah, and it's just like what? Um, yeah, my, it's weird. Uh, yeah. And we see other people decorating their trees too. Yes. Oh my god. The um. Yes. Uh, so there's the jock tree in. The, they put in the, um... they put fucking jock straps and like baseball cups on it, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, what? Yeah. What? What about green Christmas screams used underwear to you? Like. <laughs> Well, Whatever. maybe the smegma's sort of green. Oh, I don't know. Gross. Um, but then <laughs> we see what I'm assuming is the one you find the most hilarious. The, the stoner tree. <laughs> the stoner which, tree. Which, which is honestly green, right? But but yeah, but like, it's obviously, like, is this supposed to be a marijuana plant? Like, because like, um, it has I the guess. leaves. Like, but it's a little full. I was going to say, um, it's a little too bushy, I feel like, to be an actual, like, but it's so great because they're hanging, like, bongs and lighters on it. And they're just like, yeah. what the? 
What the fuck? How can this 420 club be allowed? <laughs> well, they end up being one of the honorable mentions, too. And it's just like... Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, my other note... So, Glee, um, they're wearing a lot of in-season clothes, by which I mean red and green, um, and some browns yep. for Earth, like, you know, for those Earth tones. Um, I do, I think this is the first time that Will has actually been in one of these scenes where, like, the Glee Club decorates a tree together. So, like, yeah. that's kind of nice, it's I nice guess, that he's finally participating. But, um, and the camaraderie feels genuine. What yeah. I like about, um, like these scenes with all the Glee Club in them is that Unique is actually like in them. Yes. If that makes sense. Like she's a part of the club rather than just like sitting in the back. No, there's a, there's a really fun part where she's like tying like a bow on a present and then Will comes over to help her. And like puts his finger on the thing and then then she ties it. Yeah. And then he like, and then they dance and then they dance. Yeah. He like offers the day. It's so good. Um, I do like it. It's very wholesome. It's very, um, I don't know. It feels like a, pretty strong callback to a couple christmas episodes where they all like decorate a tree yeah yeah, like the the mariah carey yes yeah or mercedes like belting out that number as they decorated the tree or yeah island of misfit toys you know totally a ton of them so um so has this tree decorating competition really did did they did it really not happen those years either maybe they need some more retconning you know (laughs) yeah i don't know um (laughs) So uh, this is the most wholesome part of the episode. Soak it in. <laughs> well, let's let's wait, Maggie. There's another part that might be more wholesome. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So one word for you, or yeah, one word for you, chipmunks. Um, so we get Ooh, we go back, um... <laughs> we go back to the mall where Kurt is introducing Mrs. Claus to this mob of children and parents. Um, yep. Rachel has to take over because Kurt gets a little bit too much into santa's drinking yeah. habits um he's a little bit too truthful and then rachel's like let me just sugarcoat this really quick and then santana <laughs> is revealed as mrs claus her outfit is a little bit less sexy that's probably the right choice <laughs> well a little bit less sexy but still a, like a little but still like sexy a bit. still a sexy oh, Miss yeah. claus it's- Oh, absolutely. Because yes. um, well, partly because Santana is wearing the costume. Yes. That, yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, the kids get <laughs> very excited, but so does one very exuberant father. Um. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> just like one one guy who is just so horny and down. <laughs> oh, gross. Um. So then we get a montage of Santana talking to children, which mm-hmm. is horrible. Um, but like, no, it's great. It's comedically <laughs> genius. Honestly, it's so terrible, but like also really funny. Oh, and um, yeah, some highlights. Um, she calls a girl molesty for wanting a like doctor doll. Um, yep. She refuses to see a kid who quote looks a little Jewish. Um, yep. She, There's one kid that's yeah. too fat, and she forces him <laughs> off of her lap. She's like, Santa should give you some, like, freeze I, away yes. the fat. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, this year. Um, yeah. There's one kid that she's like, Santa need, needs to give your parents dental insurance because your grill is jacked up. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. there's, a, and really the standout. There is a young little blonde girl, and Santana has her on her lap, and she's like, "Look, guys, doesn't she just look like young Brittany?" <laughs> oh my god! And then- listen, kid, <laughs> Brittany's my ex-girlfriend. We're lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh my god! And it's like she's she's like 
like rearing up to get into this whole thing. Yes. It seems like. <laughs> and like Kurt and Rachel are like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, and that's like interspersed in all of these, like Kurt and Rachel just keep looking more and more horrified, which again, it's like, what did you expect? Like, yeah, um, like, why'd you ask Santana to be Mrs. Claus if you weren't expecting this exact outcome? Like, right. what? Yes. So um, then we move to the tree judging moment in the Glee room. The tree judging ceremony. <laughs> well, because Glee, Glee hums O Tannenbaum, and it's so stupid, and I hate it. Um, I but. sort of like the humming. It's, it's like an undercurrent of the scene. Um, Sue quizzes yes. Sam and Tina. Like, what is this uh, made out of? Oh, uh, and they're like, oh, well, that is a, a specific kind of cake made for birds. It's got seeds um, that they'll drop uh, at their deforested uh, winter traveling grounds yes. or something. Yep. And uh, and she's like, and uh, what uh, what uh, version of tr- what version of tree? <laughs> what? What's what species of tree? <laughs> um, and they and they say it, and then uh, she's like, oh, and this uh, tree you've cut down here. Uh, what did you? What happened to the vole that you have left uh, homeless? Um, and th- yeah. and then Sam's like, you mean Richie? This vole? And then he holds up a fucking hamster with a. <laughs> <laughs> with a stupid Christmas hat on it. It's so good. Um, you can see... It's, you just, c- it's it's so clearly a hamster. Like, it's not a vole. <laughs> yes. Um, mostly because I feel like hamsters are cuter. Um, oh, but, yeah. But yeah, so um, we can tell that they have and, secured um, victory And easier here. to obtain. Yes. Yeah, but so, so they've obviously secured victory. Um, we get a clip because Sue tells us that Becky, she thought Becky had it in the bag, but then she saw Becky's actual tree. And mm. um, we see a little clip where Becky shows her the trash tree that she made that's like made of literal garbage. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's recycled. Well, that's my favorite. Okay. That's my favorite joke when they come back to that scene. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> like the fact that, but that that's in a later scene where we have that flashback. So anyway. Yeah. Um- yeah. I mean, this, like, Richie the Vole thing, it is funny. It's, like, a funny prop joke. But it's, again, like, so fucking slapdash. They're like, okay, we need a vole for this scene. And someone's like, okay, no, we, we're filming this in two hours. Yeah, hey, we... Temp, go buy a hamster from the pet store. Yeah, we can get a hamster. If you want a vole, you have to give us at least two weeks' notice. Um, so then we move to the audition for um, the Virgin Mary, where what is this episode? What is happening? Well, I feel like this is supposed to be like a callback to Greece, kind of like yeah, it's like callback to all the auditions that we've seen, like because yes. it's Artie and Shannon and Will yes. sitting in a line, and uh, like they're like, okay, we're we're gonna see the audition, yes. And then- and then on stage, we have the three girls, Marley, Unique, and Tina, in these long white robes <laughs> and, like, white cloaks. And it's got, like, a fur stole on it and yes. like, fur hats, like, fur berets. Yes. And Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> and uh, they sing Mary's Boy Child, which yes. is the weirdest song i have ever heard and i have only heard it here like <laughs> yes but okay maggie does this song not slap because i think I... That this song slaps <laughs> it, it's, it's 
sort of does, honestly. <laughs> it's really like it, it's we we get there's a throwaway throwaway line at the end of it where Shannon says that she's got a little Jamaican in her and this really took her home. But it is like it's like a very like Jamaican style like song. And yeah. it's very um, good. Um like It's uh it, it it's a telling of <laughs> Of Mary's boy child, <laughs> of Jesus's birth, and yeah. um, there is a reveal. The capes oh, yes. come off. Yes, and and Unique is wearing a jumpsuit, and uh, Tina and uh, uh, Marley. Sorry, I forgot her name for a second. <laughs> <laughs> She's so boring, and uh, they're wearing uh, like little unitards. Yes, and they just uh, jump around the stage and do well, some cool choreography. I yeah. love that Unique is like front and center yes. for this. Um, yes. The, the first time I watched it, I told Chris that it gave me heavy ABBA vibes, um, which oh, it still yeah, does. Totally. It's very good. Um, in the, like ABBA Snow Queen. Yes, ex- exactly. Yeah. Um, but in the, in the audience, Kitty is obviously not having it, which like, oh, no. of course not. Um, <laughs> but so I guess the crux of the scene is at the end, they're like, does anyone else want to audition? And Kitty, like, leaves instead of yeah, auditioning. Yeah, she, like, gets up and, and leaves. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think they, they ended the scene that way um, so that they had the option of Kitty auditioning. Oh, uh, sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, they were like, listen, if um if the this plot line that... Uh, that Brian over here ha- is like trying to hammer out doesn't work. We'll just we'll just have Kitty audition here. That's how she'll get the part. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. So um, she doesn't audition in this scene. Instead, we move back to New York, where yeah. To describe yeah. this scene, I I pulled a quote from Kurt where he says, "We're never going to get hired as holiday retail temps again. We're ruined." <laughs> well, um, I feel like that's kind of them covering their bases for never making them do it again i guess um but uh kurt santana and rachel are bemoaning their fate because the angry mob has has reached an apex i guess um because santana was not a good mrs claus yeah santa like drunken santa is completely out of the picture yes um and santana has angered a lot of parents and they they're out for blood yes and then (laughs) swooping in to save the day is the strangest character he has ever featured. Yes. Um, without explanation. No. A man a a, a man um with a naked torso. Yes. Um and wearing most of a Santa Claus costume. Uh notably not a beard. To, um no beard. You're right. <laughs> comes up to them and it's like, Hi, I'm Cody Talentino, aka Sexy Claus. Yes. Hello. Hel- and they're I- I'm, like I'm here to save you. <laughs> Well, he doesn't even say that. He's just like, hi, okay. I'm Sexy Claws. Yes. And Kurt is immediately down. He is Yes. L- Lusty Kurt in this scene is... Well, so... What, it, this well, scene gets he, before weird. He, before he introduces himself, he says, I'm single. I'm Kurt. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, Cody Tostino... Um, Invites himself, <laughs> invites himself to dinner at their loft, and Kurt is like, well, "Hell he, yeah!" He deputizes them as elves, as his elves, sure. um, and they're all like, "Yeah, totally." Well, um, the, my favorite part is on the rewatch. Kurt is definitely into this, but like Santana is obviously like, "This dude is such a grifter!" Like, hell, like what is up? And then Rachel's just kind of out of it. Um, 
But yeah, it's, yeah. It's uh, he deputizes them as elves, invites himself to dinner at their place because he assumes they all live together in a yes. loft. I guess I don't know. Uh, and yeah, that's that's what's happening. Cody Tolentino has yes verged onto the stage. Um, yeah, I think the the real like the plot element here is that he's gonna take over as Santa in order to like. Yep. But like, how is that better? Like, who wants their kid to sit on this like stripper's Sexy lap? Sexy Santa like, lap. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Anyway, let, let's just keep moving. So and like, who sent him? Like, who called him? <laughs> He has some. How does he know? He has some throwaway line where he's like a Santa's like keep in contact or something, and it's like what? (laughs) What? (laughs) But anyway, so we move back to McKinley, where Will is ending a lesson about the sacred dung beetles of Egypt. Very Christmassy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And Will's history class has a variety of yes uh, grade levels in it today. (laughs) Yes, um, and Sue interrupts this class with a PA announcement to declare the winner of the uh, decoration, the tree decorating competition. Of course, it's Glee. The third runner-up is the biology um, club that we we didn't see there. I'm sure it was covered in, I don't know, um, moss? Yeah, probably. (laughs) And maybe, uh, maybe... I don't know, like a stethoscope. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Uh, And the second runner-up were... um, The 420 Club. No, the 420 Club were the first runner-ups. Oh, okay. Well, then it was the jocks. (laughs) Yep, the jocks and then the 420 Club. We do see Stoner Brett, like, celebrating with his fellow Stoner. And uh, then, yes, Glee Club is announced. Sue does say, bah humbug, the Glee Club wins. (laughs) Yes, and then Becky is there with her in the office and has, like, the little xylophone, and this is where she... she destroys it. Destroys it, yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Glee Club wins. There's also a lot of Glee uh, Club members in Will's class for some reason. Yes. <laughs> yep, and they're all different ages. Okay, yes. yeah. sure. No. And uh, there's so there's, like, a big crash over the PA, and Sue is like, everything's fine. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then, like, stops the announcement. Love that. Yes. Uh, next is the Nativity cast list posting. It gets posted, and uh, we see the reactions of First Unique, who looks at it in size. Yep. Uh, maybe because they dead named her on the uh, cast yeah. list. Yeah. <laughs> How gross. And uh, then we see Tina, who growls at the <laughs> cast list. Yes. Love that. And then we see sweet Marley Rose, who smiles because, of course, she got the part yes. of Mergen. Of yes. Mergen Mergen Very. Um, and then... <laughs> the Mergen Very. And then Kitty arrives to chat with her about the true meaning of the Virgin Mary spirit in your heart. Um, I yeah, seriously... Yeah, because Kitty's like... Yeah. Because, like, I'm a Christian, and I know I don't have that spirit in my heart. I'm more like Mary Magdalene. <gasps> and then no. she, like, flounces off. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, you're a cool slut. Embrace it. Well, that was... So, I love... First of all, I love the fact that it feels like we're going to the, like, very, like, very classic Christmas trope of having a Christian be like, 
I know the true meaning of Christmas, and I'm going to share it with all of you. Um, and instead, instead, it's like <laughs> I know the true spirit of Christmas, and I don't have it. Well, and it's not even that. It's like the like true meaning of Virgin Mary's spirit, which I guess is supposed to be like some kind of weird like virginity complex. Well, <laughs> like- there's like that whole there's that whole reading that they do at every Christmas where like. Mary is visited by that angel. Yes. And like, come on, they fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's no virgin. Let's be real. <laughs> so, um, but the, yeah, the other fun thing was um, in watching it when she's like, I'm more like Mary Magdalene. I started laughing and Chris was like, I don't, I don't even know what that means. Like, oh, he didn't get the reference. Well, That's sad. Because, well, no. Yeah. Cause if you didn't grow up with Christianity, like none of this yeah. bullshit means anything to you. So I was like, I if, if you don't understand uh, fell, like poor listener, let me enlighten you. Mary Magdalene is a cool slut who yes. hung, hung out with Jesus. She was like, Jesus is groupie. Yes. And, and sort of like long-term girlfriend. Yeah. Th- there, there's some non-canonical biblical stuff that implies that, you know, she was, she was more oh, yeah. than just a friend, but whatever. There's some, there's some biblical fan fiction out there. Ooh. <laughs> it's, and it's not just biblical it's fan the, fiction. It's, it's like, ooh, and it's, it's the opposite of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, then um, we move to some prep for the loft because Kurt is yeah. excited that Cody is coming to visit. Um, They're all getting really excited about sexy claws and like prepping the apartment. And Kurt's like, ooh, Santana, try this. And she's like, it needs more of a kick to it. Well, and then he puts cooking sherry in whatever he's making. Okay. He, there's a moment where he says that like, oh, I added nutmeg. So is this eggnog? Like, maybe is he is, is, is he's adding cooking he, sherry to eggnog? Ugh. Ew. Um. Well, can you buy cooking sherry when you're under twenty one? I have no idea. Because don't forget, yes. they're nineteen. Yeah, I have <laughs> all all of these people. I have no idea. Um, eh, whatever. What ended up happening? So Cody arrives and yeah. calls them all and- hoes. <laughs> Like, pointedly, which is so very, like, so tropey, but still funny. Um, And he adores the loft immediately. Yep. He's, like, pointing at things like, ooh, is that vintage? I love vintage. Ooh, is this an album? I love vintage albums. And Kurt's just like, yes, yes. Hey, by the way, uh, fuck me. (laughs) There's also a a great moment where he's like, this makes zero sense. If all of you are supposedly struggling actors living in this like beautiful yes. huge loft, and I was like, yep. "Amen, Gotta love it, amen." When Cody, uh, when Cody <laughs> was like, "This is ridiculous," yes, um, and uh, yeah. then uh, they're like, "Oh, are are you? Do you do a lot of parties?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do like a lot of kids parties and adult parties and bachelor parties and bachelorette parties." And yes, they're like, "Oh, wow." And then he's, and then he asks them how they met. Yes. And Rachel's like, "Oh, well, we met in Glee Club in high school. For you know, first Kurt and I was in it, and then, and then it was Santana joined in. Oh, it's really complicated." And I was like, "It's not. You literally you just, just said, it. said it, yeah." Um, and then he's like, "Oh, Glee Club. Do you guys take requests?" And it's like, <laughs> "Of course they do." Um, 
<laughs> Which okay, so he requests a song. Yeah, to, to 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 like kind of lead to this. Also, he revealed that like for these like kids parties and also like bachelor and bachelorette parties, he has balloons and helium. Which I've never seen a Santa like do balloon animals, but sure, um, sure. <laughs> but so sure, he he pulls out this tank of helium and he's like, I have a request. And then it cuts to maybe the best performance ever. Um, here's here's my big problem with it, okay? Sure. They're clearly not Kurt, Santana, and Rachel's voices on Helium. They're just not. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah. the vocal track does not match up with the lip sync whatsoever. <laughs> That's, that is a... F- completely reasonable gripe um my biggest issue is that they take something that is like sweet and wholesome and they make it like weird and sexual and ominous which is like so good oh my god i have in my notes the chipmunk song question mark question mark what the fuck yes so they they sing christmas don't be late which you if you heard it you'd be like oh the chipmunk song because yeah yeah. Cody does feature. Yes. He's like the guy yes. in the song. And he's like, ready, Santana? Ready, Rachel? <laughs> Kurt? Kurt! <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my God. Okay. So yes. the song is done like cavorting around the loft. Yes. Uh, while they're all drinking heavily. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, yeah, that's that's it. The, well, yeah. Kurt does the hula hoop lines as sexual innuendo. There is a lot of thrusting. Yes. There is some like direct like grinding contact yes. that we see on screen. It happens. He is um I don't know. If if he was like a red baboon, if he was like one of the baboons with the red butts, yes. He would be shoving that into Cody's face and screaming that he wants a hula hoop. Yes. Well, there's also some moments where they like do ribbon dancing across the lot and <laughs> Yeah. We're like and like Cody's like embarrassed by like yes. one of his moves. Like he's like did somebody see that? Yeah. What is this? I, what is this <laughs> song? I don't know. But like And Sam, let's let's go think back to that reviewer. Is this a truly horrifying display? No. I don't think so. No. It's like like the argument that this is like a low point for Glee. It's like, are you kidding me? They've done this on you, every Christmas like, episode. What? Like they do weird, random, ridiculous numbers every time. This one yeah. does take it to a new level for me. And I love it. It's so like when it starts, you're just like, no, no. No. I just wish the voices sounded more like Them. Santana, yeah. Rachel, and Kurt rather than just like the chipmunk voices because that's it doesn't sound like them. Yeah, and yeah, like even even when you hear like a voice chipmunkified, like it still sounds like the original person. There's like a hint of it, you know. Yeah. Um, no, you're right, and so yeah, it, it's it's pretty clear that it's been uh, touched by an angel. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, touched by an auto-tune angel. So then <laughs> that's me. So then we move to um Tina and Sam. Um they've rec- they they've claimed their angel trophy. Um it's like this mm-hmm. big plastic like tree. It's I guess it's supposed to resemble like a tree topper angel, but it's made of plastic. Yeah, at first so. at first it was described as like this ancient artifact blown yes. glass artifact <laughs> that had magical powers and then sue revealed over the pa that it's like a, a plastic angel crafted by a child slave in thailand Ugh. so 
Yes. So. Yeah. Um, they have it now. And Becky comes up to them. Yes. And bequeaths them with their Christmas gift from her. It is a little jar of teeth. Yes. It's her baby teeth. <laughs> her own teeth, baby teeth. Which, um, yeah. To represent like the pure baby Jesus. And they're like, wow, gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my, my biggest thing is they don't give them back to her. Which no, I, they keep them. I, I'm like, why though? Like, I would be like, because they were a gift. It's yeah. rude to return them. I guess. Um, this is the moment where and you oh. like, how else are you gonna make cool teeth jewelry? Oh, gross! Those teeth Unless are way too small. You have baby teeth. Um, so Becky reveals to us this like the moment of Sue's critique of her like garbage tree, and this is where mm-hmm. like she's like, like Sue is like, it, you just like. It looks like you just went and like pulled all this crap out of the school dumpster, and Becky. You just collected a bunch of green trash. <laughs> and then Becky says it's recycled, which is literally the best like part of that moment, where it's just like yeah. so, it's very well done, great delivery. Oh, yeah, yeah, Becky's performance is so great this episode too. Yes. Like she's hilarious. Yes. Um, and she's also not like overtly sexual for the majority of it. Yeah, that's nice. just that first scene. Um. But so then we cut back to New York where Rachel and, where Rachel yeah. and Santana are drunk cuddling. <laughs> it's so cute. Yes. Um, and they establish some plot where Santana says that there's no way that she could leave college in the middle of the year for no reason to move to New York, which is like, okay. And Rachel's like, no, just come live here. Yes. With <laughs> and me Santana and says, Kurt. Where? <laughs> where would I sleep? <laughs> which, yeah, because then the, they, she says... Which, like, yeah, how, where? Where does Santana sleep? Does the couch fold out? Is there a third little curtained-off area that we just have never seen? I, I, I'm I leaning towards third curtained-off area that we've never seen. What is the layout of the loft? <laughs> well, so what's fun about it is when she says where, Rachel takes it as a where's Kurt? Instead of, like, actually addressing the question that Santana's really asking. Yeah. And so then they catch Kurt and Cody macking over near Kurt's yeah. stuff. Yeah, Hard, hardcore. Yes. Um, yeah, and he's just... Uh, and <laughs> Okay, so this is pretty hilarious because Rachel is like, oh, and Santana has a similar reaction. Yes. They turn. Kurt is obviously extremely drunk. Yes. And is just like, what, Santana? Jealous? <laughs> Well, there's also over Cody is like, don't worry, ladies. Santa swings both ways. It's just like, oh. But um, which led me to like think this scene is going to end in a Christmas orgy, (laughs) isn't it? I mean, the the thing about it is every scene with Cody in in their loft has been so ominous up to this point. They're just like, oh, he's going to murder all of them. Like he's going to kill them all. Um, but that's how it's non-canonical. They all died. What if? Um, but what if so, they did that, Maggie? But what if they actually whoa. just said everyone die? And they're like, just kidding. It's not a real episode. <laughs> so, um, so Kurt and the and Sexy Claws keep macking. Yes. And then we flash to. Well, well, they all click their glasses. Yeah, so like yeah. that's when I was like, "This is gonna be a Christmas orgy." Because like they all click their glasses, and I was like, "Either they're all gonna bone, or this is 
they were all gonna get roofied. Yeah, well, because that's so. Yeah, cause, like Cody makes a like some. He's like, let's do a toast, and so like he's obviously getting them drunk, which is weird. Yeah. Um, and he like yeah. almost looks at the camera. Yes, like it's like a weird moment where he's like, mm. well, I think it's supposed to imply that he's not actually drinking. Um, maybe, but yeah, it, it gets weird, and then we cut to like you're saying the next morning. Um, the morning after, yeah. where Rachel has like a face full of tinsel. Yeah, and so does Santana, which is very fun. <laughs> which is like, it's like cum shot tinsel. Yes. Like, what is this? Yeah. And um, then like Santana awakes with the line, "I haven't felt this bad since I was roofied at Lilith Fair." Which, uh. Okay, Ugh. so there was a Lilith Fair like reboot in 2010, which must be the one that Santana went to. Um, I feel bad. I like maybe that's why Santana is like kind of an asshole to people. It's because she went through like this extreme trauma where she got roofied at Lilith Fair. Well, that was like yeah. I, I wrote in my notes, roofie joke, so funny. Um, she would have been like 15. Yeah, it's not cool. <laughs> it's not a good joke. Um. But yeah, and then, so they, they get up, and they find the apartment has been ransacked, to no one's surprise. <laughs> um, and, yep, completely yep. robbed. Yep. Which is, like, obviously, this episode has to be non- non-canonical, because all this shit is still in the apartment. Well, you say that, but he took the Christmas tree, which gives us room <laughs> to say that <laughs> Bert arrived with when a Bert new Christmas tree. tree. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so... um. <laughs> They also find Kurt has been bound and gagged in his oh, underwear. Yeah, and, like reindeer bondage. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, um, yeah. He he he's not topless. He's not in like No, no, he has <laughs> It's not fully disrobed. No, but he has like he has like an undershirt and uh underwear on. It's, but yeah. It's definitely a little um risque, yes. maybe offensive, definitely not wholesome. Well, uh and Kurt describes how um Yeah. Uh, Sexy Claws wanted him to be his reindeer, and Kurt was, like, down for it until he got tied up, and then the apartment got ransacked. Yes. Yeah, because apparently Cody told Kurt that he was only there to rob them. I'm here to rob you. (laughs) After he tied him up, which is, like, very evil, like, very evil genius kind of thing, where it's, like, you monologue about your evil plan, I guess. But, um, (laughs) but so... Uh, the other thing about this scene that I really love is that Kurt literally says the phrase rough trade Santa, which it's like, what does that even mean? And like, still um, doesn't make sense. Like, well, like trade in, in like, the gay community okay. is about like yes. people to have sex with. Right. And it's rough trade because he got tied up and then robbed. <laughs> Except they didn't actually have sex. So sure true anyway well it was, i mean it was more of a honeypot well, i guess um <laughs> like we are to we are to believe kurt purports that they never had sex but i mean i mean he was still dressed i don't know it, anyway well, it doesn't matter okay yeah so then we move to we move back to mckinley because but like mm-hmm. why at this point like who cares but so um <laughs> glee is discussing kitty's bitchiness it definitely feels yeah. like the moment where blaine is talking about tina's bitchiness so that's fun um and then <laughs> well because um yeah. blaine definitely has some 
misogynistic tones, <laughs> yes. overtones every now and then. Yeah. Um, they're setting up the nativity scene. They have like lamp, plastic lambs yes. and things. And um, yeah, Blaine wants to give Kitty the part of the Virgin Mary to prove that she is virtuous in her heart well, and that she'll be a good person. Yeah, that's, this is supposed, I think this is supposed to be a way for them to retcon that Kitty, like, becomes a good person, which it's like, you could also just um, argue that Kitty, like, became a good person because she... Yeah, because she became friends with them right. and, like, yeah. made emotional connections. It's not because, but... it's not because they forced her to be the Virgin Mary for the living nativity at Christmas. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah. and Sam and Tina announced that they're going to be giving Becky the angel right. because they feel bad and, and Artie is like, oh yeah, go for it. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, and something else that we don't know yet. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Artie is like, oh, well that's sweet and condescending. Yes. <laughs> and, well, and, and yeah. uh, yeah, there, there's also a moment where, um, they're talking about Kitty being the Virgin Mary and Marley's like, well, she yep. won't do it. She said she doesn't want to do it. And Unique is like, oh, I can make her want I to do it. I have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then. <laughs> and now yeah. we're going to the plan, everyone. Here it is. Yes. The moment we've all been waiting for. It's the dress rehearsal for the living nativity scene. Yes. And this is, <laughs> this is amazing. Yes. Here we go. Um, so Marley is wearing a beard. She is dressed as a. Wise man. Wise man or some disciple. Or a whatever. shepherd or something. Um, yeah. And. Uh, Kitty comes in and she's like, what, Marley, what are you doing? And Marley's like, oh, no, we decided to give the part to the person who really deserved it. And that's when Unique arrives. Yes. She is wearing a blue sequined gown. Yes. And has a huge pregnant belly. Yes. And And she's like, it's me. I'm the Virgin Mary. Well, and and it's great because Marley's like, we really, we wanted to give it to the person, you know, who really deserved it. And then Unique comes in and is like, the black one. Yes. And then, so then Unique leads them all in Love Child, the, um, the, what, which group is that? Supreme. Yeah. The Supreme. And it's so good, but it's the, it's, it's amazing. Kitty is, the song itself is really good. Yeah. Obviously. Kitty is horrified. Applied, yes. Yeah. The fact that they've applied Love Child to this situation is amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um and okay, the the performance of the song. First off, before we get into it, Blaine is dressed as an angel. Yes, I find it odd that they keep dressing Blaine as an angel, an, as an angel. angelic figures. Yes, um, probably because they the the show knows that he's been rather devilish, <laughs> and they want to try to counteract that. Uh, or just the and, irony, uh, Maggie. The irony factor is yes, pretty high. You're right, uh, and. As the so the song is going, there's just like normal choreography, sort of. You know, they're all like dancing together. The costumes are hilarious across the board. Fake beards for everyone. Yes. And uh, then Unique starts having contractions. Yes. As she sings, um, it doesn't impede her singing at all. Um, Tina and Marley uh, do a reveal to be wearing blue sequin gowns as well. Yes. And they they help Unique along in her contractions. They get Unique up on a table, and then Ryder helps her give birth to a uh, like black baby doll wearing a blue sequin diaper. <laughs> yes, it's so good. And then and then they throw the baby around. It's. Yes. so good everything about it is amazing it's oh literally fantastic the the end like pose is like unique and marley holding e- 
each an arm yes. of the baby doll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, wow. my God. It, like, everything about it is amazing. Also, so just to clarify, if you've never heard the song Love Child... <laughs> It talks about how, like, this woman is giving birth to a child who, like, the father is out of the picture and, like, yep. is going to do it by herself in, like, a destitute place. And, like, yep. like honestly, if, you're, if you are familiar with, like, the Jesus birth story, it's, like, so funny that they have, like, applied this to it. And, like, the best, like, so at the end of it, Kitty stands, like, like, Will is like, good job, everyone. Will like, and Shannon, like clap and will's like just a few notes writer make sure to give birth to the baby uh, like a few bars earlier yes <laughs> yeah and then kitty <laughs> which doesn't make which doesn't make sense by the way no, like it was perfectly placed in the song yeah of course. it was perfect but then kitty stands up is like no this is unacceptable this performance was the most sacrilegious and profane garbage that i have ever ever seen she she describes it as a profane horror show <laughs> and then unique says racist <laughs> i love that i was like unique same <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh then kitty storms out well no so kitty is like you know what if we're gonna do this we have to do it the right way i'm yeah. gonna be the virgin mary and everyone is and, and then will's like well i don't know we have to unique how do you feel about that and unique is like merry christmas take it <laughs> it's yours um merry christmas the part is yours yes uh and the next scene is sam and tina bequeathing the angel to becky yes and yeah they they also invite her to play a part in the living nativity um, they do, and she's down, and she's happy to have the angel, yes. and she's happy it's Christmas. Yes, and so then we move back to New York, where Kurt is bemoaning his decision to take risks, which is funny. Yeah, they're nursing their hangovers, <laughs> which, like, yeah, Kurt, this is a bad risk to take, just because he was sexy and had a naked torso does not mean he wasn't a total, like, grifter. obvious grifter. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Santana does declare that she will never live here because it's less safe than Lima Heights. Um, and then Kurt asks that she never mentions it to anyone ever, um, which including Blaine, even though they're broken up, <laughs> which explains why we've never heard about it. Um, and then <laughs> Rachel arrives to let them know that they got fired from their elf job, but she found them a new job that involves a pla- a pane of bulletproof glass so they don't have to worry about it. Um, which like what? I, okay. My immediate thought was like, are they going to be the Pope? Because the only time I really, like, whenever I hear bulletproof glass, I always associate with the Pope mobile. So, you know, yeah. Sam's headcanon. So, <laughs> uh, we go to the Living Nativity yeah. in Ohio next. And uh, it's very self congratulatory at the beginning. Oh They're all, God. like, complimenting yes. each other's beards. <laughs> I just. Okay, I would love a Glee episode where it's just like a a classic normal Glee episode, but everyone is wearing fake beards, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So because the beards are hilarious, they make everything funnier. They they are pretty funny. Jake's beard is especially funny. I don't know. They they just really tickled my bone. Sure. Funny bone that is. Yeah. Um. And uh, then Unique comes out as an angel. She's beautiful. Yes. And uh, they sing. Well, so Becky is the baby Jesus, we find out. She has, like, a, like, weird, like, thing. Like a, like... I don't know, like a headpiece that she's wearing? It's, it, it is a headpiece um, that is 
uh, it has like a, a baby doll body yes. attached to Becky's head. And like it's a manger headpiece. Yes. So it looks like she's the head of the baby Jesus in a manger. Right. And so they, they have her like kneel behind like a little like thing. So that way it looks like the manger is standing up. Um, and then we see Kitty as the Virgin Mary as a very like classical depiction of Virgin Mary with like white and blue robes. Um, and then like you're saying, they all sing away in a manger. Because they got to scrape the barrel for these Christmas numbers now. But whatever. Yep. Um, We also see that the Loft Trio is singing this in a fashion window on the street in New York City. Because that's a thing, I guess. um, Because that's a thing. (laughs) Just singing in a window display in a a pretty dress. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, it makes sense. Like, Rachel got them the gig because they're all, like, super hot and can stand in a mirror very quietly while they sing. Yes. Um, There you go. Yeah. It's it's not terrible. The song is fine. Um, But it is weird, once again, that they are singing this song concurrently between two different places and different people solo that don't make sense in the other place. But we've complained about that before. So, um, anyway, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's it. And uh, we did it. it is, that is the unaired <laughs> Glee Christmas episode. Like, it happened. It's done. Yes. So, Maggie, let's move to... Well, let's move away in the podcast business. No, no gold stars for business. anyone. <laughs> but it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. Gold stars are important. Because gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star. So uh, I'll go ahead and start with our gold stars like we do every week. Um, So, like, let's be real. This episode, like most of the Christmas episodes, is so bizarre and, like, off the wall. I don't know how to, like, actually, like, give these kind of metrics. But I'd say it's my second favorite Christmas episode. Sure. I'm guessing the the Christmas Um, special is your first, your most favorite Yep, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Christmas special first, and then um, this one, and then the uh, the sorry, the one where uh, with the Mayan wedding. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, and then uh, the one with the Grinch, and then the Charlie yeah. Brown one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, no, the Charlie Brown one is the one with the um Christmas special. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. That's when Rachel's like. I just want what's coming to me. I just want my fair share <laughs> with my Jewish Christmas. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna give my gold star to Santana mostly because the scene is Mrs. Claus is so yeah. fucking funny and like <laughs> it is really funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna give mine to Santana. Like honestly, this one is such a toss up. There are a lot of really good characters and also just like a yeah. lot of like weird performances. So, eh, whatever. I'm giving mine to Unique. Yeah, makes sense. And that's it. Yep. Yep. Um, Maggie, what were the numbers in this episode? Uh, the numbers in this episode were Here Comes Santa Claus, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, Mary's Boy Child, The Chipmunk Song, and Love Child, and finally Away in a Manger. Um, yeah. 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 Um, I, <laughs> yeah. So. Again, like, as we are at with Glee at this point, like, none of these songs are, like, bad. Um, the, I, uh, I, like, honorary shout out to Christmas Don't Be Late. Like, honestly, I feel like that's a stroke of genius. I feel like it's very good. It's such a fun moment, but it's not my favorite number. Um, I, yeah. I also, 
really like Mary's Boy Child, like with those like Abba feels. Yeah, totally. Um, but the one I'm giving it to is Love Child because holy, absolutely, shit, it's so good. How can you give it to anything else? It's like how how ca- it is a triumph of Glee ingenuity. <laughs> uniquely, <it's laughs> the the like comparison is so good. Like, oh, it's amazing. And like, I mean. My, I think my other favorite thing is that even if you don't necessarily like know, like, like realize that, like the song itself is still really good, and like the performance is so good where she like gives birth and they're just like throwing this doll around, like, oh, yep, it's really good, hilarious, yeah. it's amazing. And if that was a living nativity, maybe I'd go to church <laughs> for once. God, <laughs> God, uh, <laughs> that was that was a critique for god okay uh now we're gonna do uh the last part of the podcast business where we give a rating to the episode yes sam what are you thinking oh i'm giving it zero out of five slushies i mean come on like yeah like it's a christmas episode and at this point like like i feel like this one might be our last christmas episode because i don't know what you do after this yeah, I, d- like... I, I super doubt that they had one in the in the sixth season yeah yeah so um yeah yeah i'm i'm gonna do the same for sure. Uh, it's a zero out of five episode just because like there are problems and like plot holes and instances where there was clearly no like creative drive, but it's still very fun. Yes, and, like, <laughs> like seriously though, like, I, I mean, and part of it is I feel like I feel about this Christmas episode the same way you felt about the Christmas special episode where it's just like, like the fact that it is so removed from reality and like, yeah. just like, off the wall is so entertaining i there's a part of me that actually really loves the fact that they decided to take this opportunity to like throw in all these jokes about like plot holes that are actually in the show which normally i would hate Mm -hmm. but the fact that they put them in this like unaired christmas special is very funny um yeah yeah. it's fun that they had this like metafiction around the episode (laughs) that's interesting at least um and uh yeah, I, I'm still not sure what those Christmas stockings were all about. And uh, I, I, one thing that I really liked is that Kurt was like overtly sexual with another man. That's fun. Yeah. That's like actual good TV in my opinion. Well, so, and and also yeah. that he wasn't like grossed out by it. Like he yeah, wasn't he, well, he wasn't necessarily into it either. Oh, yeah. But like the guy, the guy was down. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it was very fun. Like all like. And, like, the plot lines were stupid, but, like, they always are for Christmas, and I just, like, let go, so. It was sort of wholesome. (laughs) Right? If I dare say. (laughs) Even though they got robbed because they they got drunk and Kurt was so full of lust he couldn't see past his own fucking nose. Like, yeah. Um, Well, reindeer nose. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, but, yeah, it's just, it's, like... I just, I really enjoyed it, especially on the second time yeah. through. I was just like, holy sure. shit, this is like, like, I I feel like this is a sign that there are some writers on this show who just don't give a shit anymore. And like, oh, no, like, like, they know what the fuck is going on. Yes. They know this show is ending. They know, like, viewership is down. They know that the money is leaving and that they have to get this hamster instead of a vulva. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they know that they know the tea, which is fine. And they're embracing it. And they're kind of going in this sort of, like, weird, bizarre direction, which has been the case for, like, most of season five. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I we've said that we need to be harsher on glee now but, but like it's hard because the episodes up. are good yeah. if you you don't have to watch this christmas episode you 
you do have to watch Puppet Master. If you haven't done it yet, go watch it. I mean, okay, do it. If you've listened to all of our episodes at this point, I would highly recommend watching this Christmas episode because at least watch Love Child. (laughs) At least, I mean, like, even like, I just I feel like it's just so especially like that part like the love child part which feels like the part that was the most like eh, like should we do this and like i'm glad they did because it's so and they did it and they leaned in and and unique gave birth yes (laughs) Um, yeah yeah uh so i'm supportive of this kind of more uh experimental kind of slapdash (laughs) direction that glee is going in did you think that like in season two we like looking forward at season five we would have ever guessed that we would be recommending that people watch any of this especially not season two because season two is so bad um it was so bad yeah Yeah. oh my god it's weird though like really i feel like here we are it's 2019 the future's a weird place man (laughs) glee is kind of hitting a renaissance that i am not mad about like it's yeah like i'm not mad at it at all yeah like and um, I mean, I we'll see, we'll see how long this lasts because there's a reason, Maggie, that this show can't like that this show ended. True. And, like, I'm guessing like there's gonna be some quality issues coming up, but there's gonna be some real stinkers. <laughs> yeah. So, um, along those lines, next week we're gonna talk about season five, episode nine, frenemies. But in the meantime. You can reach out to us, and by you, I don't mean you, Maggie. I mean our listeners. Okay. Um, sure. They can reach out to us by I can just text you <laughs> on Twitter at snmhagley or by email snmhagley at gmail dot com. Um, you can also find our Instagram where we have some pictures. Uh, that's at snmhagley, um, and we also have a Patreon page snmhagley, um, which is like Patreon dot com slash snmhagley, or you can search Sam Maggie Hagley. Um, we push yep. most of the donations from that Patreon to donating ourselves. Um, we're still donating to the Trans Law Center because the world is garbage. Um, and um, yeah, that's probably the place we're just gonna keep donating to. Right, the right one um, for now. Uh, yeah, and thank you so much for listening. Well, Maggie, before we get to that, I do want to say we we oh. do have a couple um, shout outs here because we have actually had a yes. couple new patrons. Um, yes, we have. So yeah, so um, just wanted to give a shout out. Um, I'm not sure if we actually gave a shout out to Sarah Nink, um, who started uh, uh, donating in May, um, but we really appreciate that, and also to. Um, Georgia White and Callie Foster, um, who have both started donating this month. So uh, thank you to everyone who has started donating. Um, we do have some bonus audio and stuff up there for people who donate. So that way, you know, you can get some little behind the scenes um, sneak peeks, like uh, when we talk about movies and TV shows that aren't Glee. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But um yeah so that's just about everything um so until next week when we watch uh season five episode nine frenemies uh frenemies i've been sam because we're 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 the frenemies i guess i guess so do we have to be (laughs) well because we're we're sort of competitive and we're friends but also yeah Oh, I don't know. We're going to sing who, at who each do you other. Think the fren- who, who are the frenemies going to be? I did catch a glance of some of the pairings of songs 
when I was looking at this episode songs. Oh, so, so is it like a is it like another mashup duel sort of episode? I think what, so. I, I think it's a very similar thing to the um, Rivals Haven't one. We had an episode yes. named Frenemies already. I don't think we've had one named Frenemies, but we definitely had the like Elton John <laughs> Madonna feud. Feuds was what it was called. Um, feuds. Yeah. So anyway, we'll be back with that one. Um, but until then, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie, and we hate Glee. From the top. Also, Merry Christmas, I guess. (laughs) Merry Christmas.